Welcome, everybody, to episode 157 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at holla, holla. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me looking for slip-on shoes at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And with me, per usual, is Ty. Where can we find you searching for comfort footwear? I'm going with the uh, the Stan Smith with the no back. Have you seen those? Ooh, like the clogs? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stan Smith clogs. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So you can find me tweeting about all kinds of sneakers at S-E-A-T-J-K. Yeah. Is that, uh, I mean, uh, I, the toe box isn't very wide on the Stan Smith, so I feel like my feet probably wouldn't work in that in a clog version of that but i can see where that would be kind of cool they do make some just adidas crocs too you can just (laughs) (laughs) or you could just wear crocs you can that's available (laughs) at the beach or something no uh did you see the nike made jimmy fallon had a little segment uh on this week about the slip-on shoes that he had a quote-unquote idea for yeah what are you doing tweeting sponsored content into my feed i don't have time for that (laughs) (laughs) Like that was clearly a Nike native Nike oh my. commercial. No, oh, completely. But it was uh, it was one of those kind of deals where it's like you know grandpa shoe. I mean, this is like the high end grandpa shoe, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm getting to the point. Like you remember, you remember the sock thing they used to do commercials for that you put your sock in it and then you stick your foot in the thing and it puts your sock on your foot. I'll tell you what. I'm about close. I was 41 years old. I'm concerned about being able to get my socks on in like 10 years or less. Dude, let me tell you, I'm 10 years ahead of you, and it's yes, it's putting on your socks is is a big deal. It becomes oh it, it doesn't get any easier. I don't remember it ever being a problem until suddenly it was a problem. Yeah, there's just like a there's like just an external rotation of my hip that doesn't really work so well anymore. But uh, well, I mean, I used to be able to just like reach down and pull them on. Now I've got to do the whole sideways thing, and that's just it's like it's like a crap. <laughs> shoot yeah I, i'll watch my wife put on socks by standing up like she can do it standing up you know how like, like women can do this thing where they do the 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 flamingo and they just put their socks on while they're standing up. i'm like what is that I don't, how does that even work well these I socks didn't... they wear they're so thin <laughs> it's so stretchy it just seems so much easier your foot is so narrow it goes right in there it really i just oh. i've got you know toenail issues i gotta get the shit's gotta be on perfect <laughs> so true so true anyway the uh i this is like a non-segue but i was just uh i was just thinking that my mom god bless her 80 years old she uh she got her flu uh, flu shot her her covid shot today her first one okay so yeah finally got she they live in she lives in nevada thing they finally she finally you know, worked through the system and and got it. Uh And then I was watching TV up here where like people, like the hospitals are like emailing like donors and like other people. Like if we have extra vaccines, you could come in and get them. Like people just like local dignitaries. (laughs) I was thinking about, why don't we just, how how hard is it to round up the old people and get them? I, you know, I see again, I'm watching the news and like, it's like old people can't use the internet. It's like, we know where the old people are. Right. Yeah. Can we not? Did we have to make them go through the rigmarole? They can't work a computer or whatever. It's like, do we have to make them go through all this? Don't we just, can't we just, don't most of them have doctors? Don't can those doctors just email their old people? Well, I mean, there's that. Or call their old people. This is where the federal government it really comes into play, especially in a state like ours. Because I I, I truly believe one of the reasons we struggle with this is because we don't have a state income tax. Uh Uh-huh. So there's no like state record of everyone. There is a state record of. Is you. there? Of course there is. They if know you, you okay. 
why? Like if you're if you're not employed and you don't mm-hmm. own your home, mm-hmm. who's keeping track of you really? Your information is available to the state in some way, shape, to the form. federal government certainly. But do you think information sharing between government agencies <laughs> is an efficient process? <laughs> That's why we need a coordinated federal response because the federal government actually does know where every taxpayer is. But then, but, but still, the the state still has to deliver the shot to you, this this vaccine to you. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I we we could have stuck with the Walgreens and CVS plan. <laughs> well, you know, smokers are going to get you know smokers. Yes. How, how about smokers getting shots before you? How about I don't know. how about a know. guy your age who just happens to check the I'm a smoker box? gets his his vaccine before you because he's a smoker look man i have a, <laughs> i have a lot of feelings about the whole thing i have never been expecting to get a shot and i'm stuck in this house for no. another year Are you kidding i'm not me? getting a shot there's the the odds of me ever getting this shot before like 12 mutations and like zombieism like actually happens like it's like zero percent that was the best part of last week was Obviously, seeing Dr. Fauci sort of just back on TV doing his thing, not being mm-hmm. like weirdly, you know, Tony, not big North Korea vibes coming off of him. Right. Like, like, like him standing on, the, yes. standing on the side of the stage, just going, oh, good God. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And then he got into the discussion of the mutations and he just started in the conversation, just started calling them mutants. And I was like, <laughs> that's really good. I really enjoyed it. I was like, I really feel like I'm in an X-Men movie. This is right. great. Senator he's Tully. Talking, he, he's talking about the, <laughs> the, the mutant the, menace. The, exactly. <laughs> And if only he could have said that that the like, if, if only it was like we were just now getting to the vaccine and we were calling it like Project Sentinel, we really would have had something. Oh God, that would have been that'd no. Have been I was really enjoying the mutants. Uh, you know the thing, the mutants, very frustrating. That they're, <laughs> that they're perpetrating uh, and perpetuating rather. They're amongst us. They live amongst us. The mutants. Well, it's only because people won't fucking stay home <laughs> or away from each other. You see these places, these pictures from like, here's a restaurant in Louisiana and it's just like, just well, normal ass, whatever. I, I sort of been rubbernecking all the restaurants I drive by just to see what 25% capacity looks like. I'm not going Some places, some places look a little more than like 25% if you ask me, but Hey, you know what? Those folks need to make a living. It's a tough, this is a tough situation. I don't know where to side with this whole thing. It's like, but if you want to eat out, go for it. Um, I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to sit inside and eat. I will do a patio eat. I will. I still will do a patio eat. I know you won't. That's a line you won't cross. But I still will do. I just don't need to go out. Beers and a burger on a patio, no yeah. problem for me. I, I actually. So mine is partially. I feel bad for the servers. Now those people, I know they need to make money, and, and they, whether they. I don't know. I guess I need like. I want to be like. I need a conversation. It's like yeah, I'm going to be the annoying guy at the strip club. Like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> You make a better choice. You're, you seem I'm, like you're such a bright girl. <laughs> you're very attractive. And you know what? That's funny because that dovetails into something that we'll go into later. But um, just to just anyway, if you if your number comes up on the vaccination, go get it. The um, anyway, send it to so, me. I'll take it. You don't want it. Let me know. I'm waiting for the Johnson and Johnson. That has less efficacy. One shot. Specifically worse against the South oh, African mutant. Whatever. Every everything's worse against the South African mutant. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, tonight we're gonna Elon keep, Musk. We're gonna we're gonna, try, we're gonna keep it relatively light. Uh, as opposed to our prologue, which we just sort of I don't know. I think that was as light as you could talk about a <laughs> failed federal government <laughs> vaccination response. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about game shows and fast food and golf all the things that we always do i like uh, it it's what a potpourri 
Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the testes. And then, and then uh, over, course, over time. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to segment number one. So when I was a kid, we had many, many game shows. Game shows was a, were a very popular part of our lives. Like Same here. You, you knew all the, you knew all like, you know, like Gene Rayburn and Peter Tamarkin and all these people. Yeah, I'm had. of the next generation, right? At Bobby yeah. Banks. Yeah, Bob Eubanks was on TV forever. Like, you know, obviously Price is Right was on every day, for God's sake. Like, when that's you were Bob, sick, Well, that's Bob Barker. Oh, Bob Barker. Who would you um, say? Bob Eubanks. Oh, Bob Eubanks. The newlywed game. Or, uh, or Car Sharks. Yeah, he had that excellent hair, Bob Eubanks. had that super helmet. Anyway, but, but because we're out of ideas, like, they brought all the... <laughs> they're bringing all these, these game shows back. It's not and an I, ideas problem. You think it's it's people want something people don't want. Well, you know, you have all this prestige television series that are going on on all these other places like Netflix and HBO Max and all these other places, Hulu. But the 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 networks can't do for some odd reason the networks either don't want to or can't afford to or just shy away from prestige series, right? Cuz they I think it's they, it, it's content, very right? it's yeah, it's very uh it's very low. Like the hit rate's super low. You have to develop a lot of shows. Um, to get one that works. So right. now the networks have basically done what movies have done, which is it's all sort of action tentpole shows, right? Like the, mm-hmm. those Chicago shows or like that 911 show. Right. Like just right. sort of action oriented kind of, maybe you don't have to think too hard. I'm not insulting it's, you if you like these shows, I promise. But it's I, light, watched, but it's lightweight. I mean, it's, it's lightweight. It is. I mean, Rob Lowe is the, is the, is the, you know, fire chief in Austin. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's lightweight. Right. And then there's game shows. And game shows are, one, super inexpensive to produce. Sure. That's that's the reason they're so popular, right? Yeah. Like, so now networks are saying, well, during this block of programming we need to fill, where we want to provide sort of all ages entertainment, we're not going to try to t- try our hand at all these different shows. We're just going right. to, we're going to fill. And, you and you, you know, the schedule's all over the place. It doesn't really matter. They can do reruns anytime they want, unless you're watching it every night. It's just, it's an economy thing. Yeah. But all these things are bubbling back. Like some of the things, some of the things have never left. Like Family Feud has been sort of always has been around since time immemorial, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Have you seen it lately? The questions are insane. <laughs> of course, because because they want to make you say dirty things. This, well, I mean, yeah. It's it's so Family Feud has turned into basically a a. Um, a meme generator, right? Right. They it's just the want... Steve Harvey mugs at the camera show. <laughs> it's, that's as much as part of the show as anything, right? For they sure. Just want you to say penis or something like that, right? That's like the. It's like gold. Like everybody knows. Everybody knows. But the. Uh, but some of the other things have come back into play, and and I was watching um, the latest rev of the Weakest Link mm-hmm. the other night. And I like the weakest link because you know I like answering the trivia questions. It's got a little bit of that. Oh, let me let me play along, and then it has the social aspect, right? Where yes. mostly you know some obviously some there's you usually get some odious people on there, and then some like <laughs> nice people and like a, a genuinely smart person who gets fucked over at the end, right? This is like oh, this is how the whole the whole thing works, right? And uh, in even though I I sort of miss Anne Robinson. Uh, I think Jane Lynch does a does a pretty nice job with the show. She has they've really incorporated her roasting you as a much yeah. larger part of the more modern show. <laughs> she does she does she does mercilessly come after you. Right. But, it's the other one was like just sort of GTFO, right? That was the right. thing. Yeah, I don't care about out. you. Come you yeah, there's in her Matrix leather jacket. Goodbye. Yeah. Can I have a thing for Ann Robinson? Don't ask me. 
<laughs> don't at me. The um, people so, want to hear about it, Chris. Yeah, well, it's fine. Um, yeah, I like competent women. The um, so I was watching it, and I've been watching it over the past couple of weeks, and uh, and fuck me if you bank before anyone gets a question wrong, I want to jump through the TV and strangle you. Right? Never bank. Until you miss the question, right? Like you don't have to bank because if you get eight questions in a row, you you top out, you max out. So it actually, so this might surprise you. I did a little math homework on this. Okay. Um, It so it depends on how confident you are in your own ability to answer the question, because the math bears out that if you yourself are less than seventy-seven percent accurate, you actually Mm -hmm. should bank every time. If you're greater, and then there's this middle ground of unknown, basically. Uh-huh. And then if you're greater than 85%, you should never bank. You should have to, but you don't know the question. You have to bank before they ask the question. Correct. But you know whether or not you're an idiot. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe that's the case. But let me tell you, from my own theory on this, it's like you should give your, your team at least one run to the top. And if you blow it, fine. You've got plenty of time to answer a couple more questions and bank. There's, I mean, you get probably two questions maybe that first round. There, it's like six. It's like it's like twelve to sixteen questions that first round. Right. If you get through, if you get through, if you get through, I think it's only eight, isn't it? Eight questions per round. Yeah. No, you go around more. It's a time. Twice. Thing. It's timed. Okay. Okay. So you just have to be fast. Right. 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 But I'm of the mind that your team should not bank until somebody misses one. Well, but then it's like sort of a sunk cost fallacy situation where now you're now you're running scared. Yeah, and then and then maybe you can bank after every couple, but whatever. It doesn't matter because because the point values go up so high yeah. that that you make all your money at the end of the show anyway when there's only 5 of you left or 4 of you left. Right. So those first ones don't matter. So anyway, from that perspective, that particular strategy just makes me, I don't know. I get, I get a little bit incensed by it, but I apparently, but because I think I'm going to get it right anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I watched an episode the other night of that show and it was the worst episode ever seen from a, like they banked like a thousand total dollars in the group round. And like, they just missed question after question. It was just like, did, why'd you guys even air this one? I would have just canned this one and just gone with the next group. This is terrible. All right. Anyway, then of course, of course, if you're too good and you get to the end and you're one of the last three, you've basically carried your team all the way there and then they fuck you. Yeah. Which is terrible. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, it, it, it's like Jeopardy's better because obviously Jeopardy, like you get questions right, you get money. Right. Like smart pays off and then timing pays off, right? If you get, if you get a daily double in a, in a category that you're, that you feel pretty good about, it's like, let's double up. Well, actually, I mean, in Jeopardy, the goal is to control the daily, daily doubles. Like, yeah. you want to get it right, but if you don't, you definitely want to not wager anything and just get it wrong. Because you, it's as, it's almost as valuable for you to prevent someone else from having the opportunity to use mm-hmm. it as it is for you to actually be able to capitalize on it yourself. Yeah. So RIP um, Trebek, oh, um, yeah. obviously, obviously a you know Mount Rushmore game show guy. Yes, no that's question. actually one of my biggest gripes about game show revivals. Uh huh. Is now it's celebrities as the hosts. Yeah. I, you're taking jobs away <laughs> from people who could be broadcasting. That's right. Think. There could be right. more. We could have more people. 
It was, right. I liked game show hosts. They sort of, op, you know, occupied this very weird space between celebrity and just, I don't even know what you'd call it. Newsman, yeah. I guess. It's like, yeah, it's, exactly. They're, they're a comfort guy. They're like, you, you see, Oh, it's Trebek. Oh, it's Pat Sajak. Okay. I know yes. what I'm getting. I'm, and now it's we're, like we're Joel McHale. <laughs> I don't need Joel McHale. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's doing match game. Definitely but, not Alec Baldwin. Right. So anyway, so back to Jeopardy uh, yes. for a moment for uh, Trebek. Uh, we're putting him on Rushmore. Um, mustache, no mustache. Mustache. For sure. Yeah, 100%. I think I think it's just it's it was iconic and like to the point where it actually to me in my head he doesn't even have the mustache but I still think of him as having a mustache. <laughs> like I know when I look like when I picture Alex Trebek he doesn't have a mustache in my mind. Uh-huh. But I associate it with him so strongly that he has to have it. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. So I was watching I've also been watching some card sharks whenever I catch it and I find Speaking myself wildly McHale. I like I find myself wildly screaming at the television during <laughs> card sharks. I mean I can't even Okay, so have they changed the game? Because there's no strategy to card sharks. It's high low. You got to get yeah. through that 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 thing of high low, right? Sure. What so, are people making the wrong decisions? Oh my god. <laughs> so here's the thing. All right, so for you blackjack folks, all right, there are certain goes and whatnot, and and card sharks plays the very same way. But if you get if you get if you're like if it's like fourteen, you know, you get dealt like fourteen. Fourteen is yeah. no good in blackjack, right? Right. So if you get dealt fourteen in blackjack, you either Stay all the time or go all the time. It's basically a, it's a coin flip. It's a 50-50. Right. <clears throat> I see people on card sharks <clears throat> trying to guess it out, right? It's like, hey, you get one of those middle cards. You either take the up all the time or you take the lower all the time. But do not try to guess the high low. Do not chase <laughs> the I feel it's going to be a higher this time. I feel it's going to be lower this time. Pick a side of that and go with it. Well, so here's my question about card sharks. Okay. Now that we know that, like, so on the current version of the game, you actually cut your deck before they deal. Like, you see it, it happen on the on that's that's new on the the most recent version of the show. Okay. Because I went back and watched an old episode when I knew they were talking about this. <laughs> so I had affinity for Bob Eubanks. By the way, just filled with sexism from top to <laughs> oh my bottom God. of the show. I'm just like right from the get go, they had the Raiderettes come out, and then he's just like, they they like. This one of the one of the questions because you know the, the setup is like uh, per, first person answers a question the other person says high low on that answer right uh huh and the first question was how many of these cheerleaders have lost their top doing a cheer <laughs> the answer was three and then he asks him like well what happened and the the girl says well I was doing a back handspring and then he proceeds to make her come up and do a back handspring on the stage. <laughs> And then laments the fact that her top didn't come off. Well, it was 1978 or 88, whatever. 88. 80, uh, 1988. <laughs> okay, well. All right, fine. And then he's like, he's like uh, commiserating with the contestants. Like, oh, Joe, we were hoping, right? It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you banks. You know, those guys live. Those guys live just dirty celebrity lives, and they didn't have to worry about it at all. Oh, yeah. the whole It's all rotten burgundy. <laughs> like entirely. Yeah. Pool parties and short robes. Right. Anyway. So anyway, card sharks. I'm sorry. You finished it okay, up here. Go sorry. for it. Wrap no, up. you were you were talking. Oh, so my question is, yes, sorry. Yeah. Is now that you know, can you count? Like, is it the same deck? Because yeah. your your theory with go up or go low is dependent on whether or not it's the same. If five more cards or ten more cards from the same right. deck. You could do it. You could you could do a, a little bit of counting. You could. Except, yeah. Because if they're coming out of the same deck, I, I think then maybe. But, I maybe but you just don't get enough cards. I just don't think you get enough cards to be able to effectively count into that deck. You never get deep enough into that deck Probably to not, like, no. to like say, okay, I'm plus 
three here. So for you, it's just philosophical. Like you just philosophical. It's just, just, I mean, in a very simple and just something you can remember either always take, always hit or always stay on 14, 15, 16 kind of a thing. Just whatever you do, just make your, just make up your mind at the beginning of the night and just go. with it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Segment number two. God, I love game shows. Pretty good. I don't, yeah. All right. So in the uh, in our next uh, in our next segment, thinking about the other thing that I've been doing during COVID <laughs> is basically eating fast food. Mm. So the uh, so there are a number of things like McDonald's being the, obviously the 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 Godzilla of all of this of fast food. And I probably, so it's funny. My wife, when we first got married, was always like, we're never going to eat McDonald's. If we have kids, we're never going to go to McDonald's. And it's, you know, whatever this is. Uh, we go to McDonald's all the time now. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. She's completely caved on McDonald's all these years later. In fact, so much so, it's like we get that big uh, sheet of coupons in the mail. And she, and, she, and she gives it to me. She folds it up and says, keep this in the car so that when, so if it's, you know, these coupons are better than the app, you can, you know, yeah. use those instead. Like, I love you, honey. Anyway. But the folks at McDonald's, you know, I think... Yeah, so, so I think successful food places always have, you know, they hang their hat on something, right? It's like when the, if we go to the local place, like Dick's Drive-In, which mm-hmm. is a, a Seattle staple, you know, they, they don't have a, but they just have like f- four burgers, <laughs> like yeah. hamburger, cheeseburger, deluxe burger, uh, uh, what's the special burger and deluxe burger. Yeah. That's it. And no, no alterations, no substitutions. No alterations, no substitutions. And I you do can't... like that the culture is now to the point where that if someone's in line and they try to be like, oh, they get a special no onions, like everybody around them are like, oh, <laughs> like, come on. Like, no, you can't, bro. You can't you do can that. scrape them off. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but, and so McDonald's feels that way to me. Like, I'm just like, I'm big, big, do I feel like a Big Mac, Quarter Pounder? I don't, I don't even eat the fish. I mean, I don't, you know, it's like, it's nothing. But, but they have a long history of trying to reinvent themselves or like bring things onto the menu. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I would run some of these by you and tell and and just say, you know, let's see, you know, could we could you make the, could you make this work? Okay. All right. All right. Our first our first contender tonight is mixed spaghetti. No. <laughs> there's, is there no way that you can there's make no this two work? hands meal? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and there's no knife and fork at McDonald's. <laughs> Like I'll accept, I guess the McFlurry. You need a spoon to eat it with, but nothing, anything. The whole point of fast food is that I shouldn't have to try to contain it while I'm eating it. Spaghetti is the exact opposite of that. Right. So there's, and yeah, exactly. Like your kids, your kids don't go to McDonald's and like they're not going to want the mixed spaghetti. And there's you no could, way like, you could make it decent. I mean, all the, I mean, it's what about a pod? <laughs> like what if you put it all in some sort of a shell? Yeah. No. I mean. It just, it, like a hollowed just, out French bread roll. You put all the spaghetti in there and there was cheese. <laughs> there was cheese. I think if you like really cheesed it up, like made it like more of an Alfredo kind of a, a, a really thick creamy thing as a, but opposed to like a runny tomato sauce. Like, you know how bad spaghetti is when you, it's about sp- the conveyance. You can't right. put it in one of those McDonald's boxes, those cardboard boxes with the no. slits. Right. Right. No. It's an, there's no way to make that work. I don't think no. there's any way to make mixed spaghetti work. No. All right. Uh, apparently, they also dabbled in pizza, the McPizza. You don't remember the McPizza? I don't recall it. I, it was I remember probably, the marketing. 
I, rem- I, I don't recall, even if they did, I probably just looked right past it. I'm like, there's no way I'm eating McPizza. No. Like, there's no way to make this work either. A uh, uh, giant hamburger patty that covers the whole crust. <laughs> like real thin. Like a pizza, like a pizza burger. Yes. Maybe like if, uh, if you, um. And then fold it and then like, so that's like in a shell. <laughs> no, like a burger calzone. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. burger calzone, like yeah. cheeseburger calzone comes out hot and melty, but essentially it's cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. So basically, give me a cheeseburger, but I want a baked flaky crust instead right. of a, instead of a bun, yeah. like a hand pie. Yeah, except it's burger. One hundred. We call it correct. a McCalzone, but McPizza should be a calzone. I think that would work. Yeah. Again, uh, there's a good. That's a good thing, though. That when you talk about the conveyance, I think if I can eat it while I'm driving, yep, exactly. Like this is this is important. This is an important part of the uh, of the McDonald's experience. It's critical. That's why Subway doesn't qual- quite qualify as fast food. You cannot eat it while you're driving. Right. Okay. So the next one I'm going to run past you is called the Hula Burger. Oh, I know this one. This is the this is the uh, the pineapple burger. Right. So pineapple as as much as I like pineapple, it is widely reviled in in other i mean yeah. everybody likes a dole whip i'm, I'm <laughs> a big pa- i'm a big a pineapple, pineapple a pineapple dole whip but <laughs> i don't even uh, think i know what that is <laughs> you know the dole whip no i don't think I know. first you is. dole whip and then you dole nene no it's just a you know the dole whip is like a classic just a just a icy p- pineapple icy yeah man i don't fuck with that like fruit uh dessert no it's good it's okay. it's great um, but when you apply pineapple to other things, now I happen to be okay with the, the Hawaiian pizza. I will, I, you know, I'm down with some Canadian bacon pineapple, you know. Okay. That's not a bad deal. I like I it. I like no. it just fine. I don't like but, pineapple. But grilling your pineapple and trying to put on a burger and then sell it. Here's the thing. If, if I went to your house and you were having a cookout and you decided to throw a few pineapple rings on the, on the, uh, on the grill and say, hey, you want me to throw one of these on your burger? I'd probably say, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yes. But if you try to apply this to a mass production McDonald's situation, it's a disaster. There's like, there's no way to make this work. It's going to be gross every time. <laughs> every, <laughs> every single time. The thing about pineapple, and the reason I don't like it in food, is that it's very hard to like dull that flavor down appropriately. Like It's super strong. Yeah. And... Like with pizza, I think it's actually fine because it's chopped up, basically. Right? It's almost yeah. di- almost diced. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I don't want a big ring of pineapple on pizza. Like, I can't fly. I can't hang with that. These people <laughs> that do the ooh, ar- you know, uh, artisan Hawaiian pizza, and you get the yeah. whole pineapple. No, get out of here with the pineapple ring. Yeah, like a sweet soy sauce kind of sauce so- with a with a pineapple, and maybe I don't know what kind of cheese I would throw on there. But if I like I said, if you made it at your house for me, I'd be like, yeah, hey, I'm down to eat that. But yeah. I'm not eating it at McDonald's. No, you can't mass produce it. It's going to come out slimy no matter what. Yeah, regardless. All right, next one's McLobster. <laughs> which is a lobster roll. This no seafood, like any no. sort of seafood application that isn't deep fried. Yeah. Is never, it's not going to work at a fast food level. No, never. You can't make it. And especially cause it's going to be fake and gross. I, I guess for, except for, you know, subway, maybe tuna. <laughs> Quote unquote tuna. Yeah, I don't know. There's some it, dispute. It just has some white. It's just mostly white fish. Cause right. tuna is actually expensive. Right. And white fish is cheap as hell. So it's right. like it's, it's there's like, a little bit of tuna in there, but it's it's still fish. It's just not tuna fish. Right. It's like Lake Farm tilapia. <laughs> the tuna that's in it is 100% wild caught, I'm sure. The the, the 2% right. of the of whatever you're eating. Right. 
it's just it's fish it's fine it's just not tuna fish it's sort of they're using it very loosely tuna fish it's quote unquote tuna fish tuna well fish. yeah it's like the processed cheese food right when you get the slices it's yeah. che- it's, it's it's cheese, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it is cheese it's dairy it is fish it is fish it's just not the fish that you were there they say they just called it fish salad but you, no one wants fish it's salad. no exactly nobody wants a yeah fish salad sandwich you just you, it's representing tuna fish right it tastes to you like tuna fish what are you worried about <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's fish it tastes like tuna fish just get over it yeah all right number six is the mclean deluxe i remember the mclean the mclean deluxe <laughs> <laughs> john mclean <laughs> Okay, so the McLean, the McLean Deluxe. It's like, don't try to make it healthy. Don't try to squeeze the grease and the fat out of it. You're just, that's, that's a loser. Like, no one goes, no one's like, I really want a, I really want a quarter pound of cheese, but I wish it was healthy. It's like, no one, no. Stop. I don't know. I mean, like, so, like, I think this is just ahead of its time, poorly executed at the time. But if you give me an Impossible Burger, I'm going to eat it. It's good. Well, Impossible's much, it's, it's a much better, it's a much better uh, facsimile of meat. Yeah. Than what they were giving me with the McLean. McLean was like made from pressed seaweed or something. <laughs> I mean, I've had the Impossible Burger and it tastes just fine. It's great. It's fine. I don't want it, but I've eaten it and it's okay. I can serve it and you wouldn't know. Um, oh, I would. I'm sure I, I could do a side by side and definitely tell. Side right. by side, sure. But if I gave you just Impossible Burgers, I don't think you'd notice. I probably wouldn't care. If you, <laughs> if you gave me burgers, I'd be like, oh, burgers, great. Thank you. Is what I would. I'd be grateful. Um, McSoup. No, no. Although, cup of soup. You could cup of soup me at McDonald's if you like. If you captured some sort of a McDonald's chicken essence to it. Yeah. Like if there was something about it that was McDonald'sy. Uh huh. Then maybe I could. And then they they could just give you the boiling water. They could just crack the lid, give you the boiling water, put the lid back on, and say, you know, okay, it's soup now. Sure. All right. How much would you pay for that? How much would you pay for McSoup? 99 cents <laughs> <laughs> sort of a ramen thing kind of a yeah. kind of a, a mcchicken soup base yeah ramen thing. mcdonald's chicken soup i would eat that yeah all right this thing's called the mcafrica that's racist <laughs> it was it was to promote the the beijing olympics in 2008 what? it's a burger containing pita bread beef cheese salad and an exotic african sauce okay I, don't, I can't believe I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know if it made we it. We must not work. have been in the market. Yeah, we must not have been in the market, but the McAfrica. Um, I bless the rains in McAfrica. <laughs> I don't, a pita bread with beef in it? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a, yeah, if you're going to try to pull off some sort of pita bread thing, which might be slightly doable on a McDonald's scale, he... I'm not sure. Maybe I if like you the, shave like the beef. The, <laughs> I like the shawarma place that we go to. I can't imagine that. And I can't imagine that McDonald's could ever pull off anything even remotely good. Pita like bread that. is super difficult to get right, period. You yeah. can't. You can't. Yeah. No, you can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. One more. No, let's um, finish it. There's only three left. Okay. So the, the McGrotten Croquette. Again, no, there's wh- something here. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just you can't put fried potato pancake a fried potato patty in between two pieces of bread with lettuce and make it a sandwich it doesn't make any sense it's like a triple starch diabetes destroyer if you've got diabetes stay away from this um it's gonna kill you i think that you know if it, if it was more of a katsu thing if it was like a chicken katsu burger 
Like I think maybe like like maybe. for a limited time only. Like instead of yeah, we have the McChicken and we have the McKatsu. Yeah, has the has a little shredded cabbage and some uh, and some uh, and the katsu sauce and yeah, a crispy garlic sauce and a crispy and a crispy uh, yeah and a crispy piece of uh, katsu. Yeah, I think that would probably work for for a limited time. It's better than whatever that. Yeah, better than whatever this. It's shrimp a, patty. It's a, it's a potato croquette. It's weird. Well, it says mashed potatoes, macaroni, and shrimp. Oh yeah, now pass. Don't I shrimp? Don't bring that shrimp in here. <laughs> Stinking up my. Like macaroni. So McHot Dog. Now <laughs> McHot Dog should work. Uh, I mean, like, it should. Like McDonald's should be able to serve a hot dog. I mean, there's no reason it can't. I mean, it's not that difficult. I mean, every convenience store in the world serves hot dogs. What is the why can't McDonald's have a McHot Dog and 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 make it work. I mean, it, it seems fairly straightforward to me. Yeah, I don't know. It should at least be available on the kids menu, right? Right. I don't. I don't see how they couldn't do a decent hot dog. I mean, I mean, people just don't go there to. I don't know. I, I don't. I have no theories for this one. Yeah, a hot they, dog they, is like the easiest thing in the world to make. Right. Costco even cranks them out for like nothing, like giant hot dogs for a buck and a half, and you know, you get a soda with it. I do like the story that they weren't allowed at McDonald's because Ray Kroc thought they were unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> your dirty water dog. <laughs> from like, if you're buying them on the streets of New York City, maybe. But, uh, all right. And then the Arch Deluxe. Now, I think that... what I love the Arch Deluxe. Arch Deluxe is a good burger. It was fantastic. But, it, but it's too much. It's, it's outside the it's realm Red of Ro- what It's people, Red Robin. It's what people, yeah, you, you've crossed a line from, like, fast food to fast casual. Yeah. And, like, once your burger gets into, see, this is why those that, that whole designer burger thing that McDonald's tried to do for a mm-hmm. lot of years, just, they finally just shit-canned it all. Yeah. Because when you go there, I mean, it's already pretty expensive. I mean, like, a quarter pounder of cheese, if you buy it on its own, it's like six bucks. What? Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I ne- but I always buy it on a coupon, so I always get two. So you can always like sort of, you know, I never buy, I never, I never buy McDonald's without a coupon. It just makes no sense. <laughs> but I'm not paying yeah, these full price either, McDonald's. Either, but... either on the app, the phone app, or the paper coupon, I never buy it. anyway. You're comparison so, shopping with your coupons too, apparently. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to find the best deal at any <laughs> given time. But the Arsenal looks delicious. But at some mm. points, people just say I can't buy. You know, a seven dollar and fifty cent hamburger right. at at McDonald's. I just can't. I just can't pull the trigger on this. No, I'd rather have four McDonald's cheeseburgers. Right, right. Or if you're gonna go buy a, I mean, once you're once you're into that strata of burger, you want to be you want to sit down and have someone bring it to you, right? That's yeah, a, yeah. like it has. That's a eight dollars. What what what? Where do you feel like service price is? Like if I want to go down, sit down, have someone come take my order. I get a burger, let's say sans fries at this point, but I just want a burger. Eight fifty, yeah, something like that, right? $8? Yeah, I think there's something where like it's almost like this burger has too much flavor. I need to have a beer with this. <laughs> right. so I can't have it at McDonald's. It's like there's or, too, yeah. Or I just don't want to pop for an eight dollar burger at at McDonald's. Period. I definitely eaten my share of Arch Deluxe's when they were a thing. Yeah. What was because, the what was what was the hot side hot and the cool side cool one? Do you oh, remember God. that one? Yes, McDLT. The, the DLT, yes, yeah. the McDLT. 
which yeah. is the sort of the predecessor to the Arch Deluxe, right? Yeah, because they yeah the vegetables but the Arch, were Arch Deluxe had bacon on it though, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. did the so did the McDLT. That was the oh, thing. yeah that was the, yeah. yeah yeah hot side hot cool side cool yeah they had the they had that 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 uh, the packaging was that really awkward gigantic package. Yeah, it was flat, flatter, and then it was a big styrofoam tray. So it was just, you know, yeah. flushing the planet down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you yeah. wanted to have your, so you could have your crisp, your crisp vegetable experience because, you know, right. tomatoes and lettuce get soggy if it's right. around hot beef. Yeah. So now the, so now the high end burger is the double cube quarter pound with cheese. <laughs> like it's, it's the half pounder with cheese, <laughs> which, which, you know. That's the only sandwich on the menu as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That thing killed. That Give me the DQPC, baby. That thing kicks ass. That is such a great burger. It will kill you though. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, McDonald's. Hey, if you uh, McDonald's wants to, you want to sit down with us at any time, uh, we'll help you work out maybe some other uh, some other ideas. But We've got ideas <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Segment number three. So golf is back into full swing. And uh, which is uh, good for us. It it, it really uh, it really uh, ties my uh, Thursday Friday evenings, and my that my Thursday Friday evening viewing is now sort of set because yeah. I always just watch the replay of whatever happened during the day, and then of course Saturday Sunday there's always something to watch. Yeah, my wife said, "What do people do when there wasn't football to watch on Sundays? <laughs> like watch golf." <laughs> Which is why I'll be going back to doing immediately after the football season ends. <laughs> right. So exactly. So if you're uh, planning to watch the Super Bowl this uh, this Sunday, yeah, I got to live with this Chiefs fan now. <laughs> <laughs> God, God forbid. But yeah. So uh, let me do a quick sidebar here. Uh, my nephew, who grew the best sort of mullet, and it was sort of a half of a. Half of a Patrick Mahomes, like the hard shaved but mm. mullet, like it was Mc Patrick Mahomes hair, except it was a with a mullet. Okay, so he's trying to had, get that Patrick Price. Had the <laughs> he's trying to get that Patrick Price. This week, I'm looking at his Instagram, and he cut it off. And I said, "What are you doing? Why are you cutting off your mullet before the Super Bowl, idiot child?" <laughs> anyway, when Casey loses, because they're huge Kansas City fans, when the Casey right. loses, it's on him. All right, good to know. All right, I'm just putting that out there. But uh, last week, uh, during the um, during the the golf coverage, we we got a we got a, a a bit of a treat in terms of what happens when someone with a history of bad acting, a, yeah. a long a long history of bad acting, yeah. comes across something that is relatively innocuous but questionable. He handles like, it poorly and causes but, this huge problem. But the, for the, but the whole thing just explodes into. Do you want to? Do you want to? Can you break it down for the? Can you break it down for the listeners? Yes. All right. So Patrick Reed, who is like golf's villain. All right. So he's just kind of as much a heel as we can produce in this sport. Had a reputation for cheating on the course, going back to college. Mm-hmm. Stole from his teammates. Apparently, went to more than one school. Like really, just kind of a bad egg. Like Great stroke shaved, stroke shaved. Did yeah. like all kinds of stuff on the course too. Like bad, the bad things. Yeah. Uh, and he got on tour, and and he had some questionable incidents here and there. Most famously, a couple of years ago, uh, he was in a bunk, a fairway. Was it a fairway bunker? Sort of yeah. waste uh-huh. area. No, it was kind a, of bunker, it was a fair, fairway. Yeah, bunker. no, it was a bunker for sure. Okay. He goes. You're not supposed to ground your club in a bunker, and at all. 
before you strike the ball. And he takes some practice swings where he's taking the club weight and he's clearly pushing sand with his wedge. It was just a wild decision. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it in my life. Um, and then, so that became a big thing. He, you know, people are heckling him, like talking about shoveling, you know, did your caddy bring a shovel and he's having people ejected. I mean, he really just, he could have, he can't, he also is a very thin skinned, like he's exactly the kind of person you would expect to behave this way. And then also act like he never, like he's beyond reproach. Right. <laughs> It's 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 extremely frustrating. He's obviously a hypocrite. And so this last weekend, things are mucky around the course. And every once in a while, people are playing plug balls. Um, and the physics of a plug ball are such that it has to plug on the fly. It has to have enough momentum to actually penetrate the surface. Otherwise, it's just nestled down in the rough. Right. It makes and, a like so for the people who are listening, like sometimes you'll hit a golf ball. It'll land in soft ground and just stick. Like It's always funny. Like, yeah, it's like. It yeah. just and it'll be and it'll just be stuck there like a and like part of the ball will be below the ground right plugged and in that case you're allowed to lift the ball and replace it uh, to a place where it's not plugged especially in these conditions that they're playing out there but on this course they have like four inch rough it's like that kikuya grass it's all crazy and thick and whatever and so the ball gets like down stuck in it really easily even if it's not on the fly and so Patrick walks up hits a shot into the rough. Walks up, asks the volunteer if it bounced. She said, I didn't see it. She, what she said was, I didn't see it bounce. Which isn't yeah. a yes or a no answer. <laughs> which isn't a no, it didn't bounce. Right. But that was, he He asked her, I believe in all of my heart, that he asked her because he knew that if she said, I didn't see it or no, that he was going to be like, as far as I'm concerned, the shit didn't bounce and it's plugged. Right. And, yeah. and that and that, and that that is the genius of Patrick Reed. That is oh, the yeah. genius. He, he set of, it up. He told <laughs> He but. completely sets this volunteer up because and and considering like you know considering golf is what it is like he hit his ball from wherever and maybe he and he couldn't see where it, how it landed but but yeah but you're right as he was walking up to it and he's been playing there all week you know he's like I'm gonna ask I'm setting this up I'm, I'm, it's like a master crime yeah it's like a he's just he's just putting all the pieces in place for him to like do this thing. And now I may, I would argue that if he at that point just assumes it's plugged and just plays it on, plays on as mm -hmm. if it's plugged mm -hmm. and doesn't call the rules official over, none of this happens. I but agree. because he's outsmarting himself, he knows he's got to go like establish the con even further. Uh -huh. So he goes up to the ball, he finds it in the grass, and then in a really weird move, without like so what you're allowed to do is if you believe it's plugged, you can check. And you have to reach down in the grass to do it. And if you uh -huh. think it is, you can even kind of move it around and pull it out. And yeah. and at that point, you can just play on. But he pulls it out, palms it in a weird way, because you're not supposed to clean it if it's not embedded. That's mm -hmm. part of the thing, too. Right. Um, he's palming it, which is already illegal because he's essentially cleaning the ball secretly in his hand. <laughs> and then and then he like he's rooting around there with his fingers. Mm -hmm. And then he calls because he supposedly can't see it, right? And uh -huh. then he calls the official over, saying, "Well, I feel a lip here. I just need you to feel it too." And the official goes, well, "Where's the ball?" He's like, "Oh, over there," because I already took it out of the hole. And right like, he's, now he's setting up this official to have to agree with him or tell him. Like, I wish the official had pushed back harder and be like, "What the fuck did you do that for, Patrick?" Right. <laughs> right. But but Patrick Reed also knows that he's leading this golf tournament and that there can there's a camera in his grill. Like the camera crew is following him around. He knows. 100% that he's got to play this thing all the way through because the camera is capturing every single bit of this. Well, and that's the thing is as soon as he heard from the volunteer, he should have just played on. 
Yeah. And, he should have just said, he should have said, and he should have said, here's how you, it's just, and we'll, we'll contrast this with what happened with Rory McIlroy. Right. But he should have simply said, he should have taken a tee, put it in there, checked, said, hey, playing partner, my ball is plugged. I'm going to take relief. Mm-hmm. His playing partner would have said, cool, do it. And then he would have just done it. But you're right. It's like the he could not help himself by by trying to make it more like he he dug himself an extra hole like what what bad criminals will do like uh he just uh one one step ahead of himself it reminded me of when i made a fake id <laughs> and then and then i went home to alaska to see my parents so i decided you know what i'm just going to pop over to the dmv and see if they'll exchange this fake id for a real one <laughs> and i nearly <laughs> I nearly, because the states aren't connected. They are now. But at the time, the DMVs had nothing to do with each other. Okay. And uh, it's Alaska, man. Nobody cares. Okay. She's just like, yeah, whatever. So I was like, here, I'm from Washington, and, and I live here now. She was going to do it. And then I realized in Alaska, they, uh, they for some reason, your social is on your driver's license. Oh. So she's like, well, what's your social? And I'm like, I should have just said, oh, I don't know. I, I, or I don't have it memorized or something. And then just see what she did. But instead I was like, well, here's my social. I, and then she's like, well, this person exists. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I, what? And I just like took it back and like, I basically ran out. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. I better go. <laughs> oh, I got to figure this out. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Who's running around with my social security number? Exactly, sons of bitches. So it's just one step too far, man. It's one step too far. That's and that's what trips up, man. That's what trips up criminals. This is what happens in in a life of crime. You just yep. you go, you take it one step too far. You know, yeah. one more job and I'm quitting. Right. And his one need, more. his need to get validation from the official to me was all the proof I needed that he was cheating. Right. Because right. a person who wasn't cheating would not have done that. Would have just would have just gone about their business. Or they would have called the official over and said, I don't want to move this. I'm not sure. I'm not. She said it didn't bounce. I'm not sure. Can you look? Because I don't want to move it and get penalized because right. I know I have a reputation. But and what'll ha- what would happen is the, the official would have said, OK, if you want to check to see if it's plugged, put in a T, pick it up, check if it's plugged. If right. it's not, put it back where it was, pick up your T and play. And that's what he should have done is wait. If he's going to call the rules official over, he has you to not, you can't move the ball until the guy comes over. You got to do one or the other. Yeah. You either play it like it's straight up like, oh, this is plug, dude. I'm taking relief. Yeah. Okay. But no, he cheated pro- first. Work the process and fine. But yes, you're absolutely right. So now, similarly, Rory McIlroy falls, falls, falls into the same sort of situation. Yes. Hits the ball into the rough. It bounces, ends up in the thing. He, they all go over there. Look, it's, he says, hey, my ball is plugged. And then he says to his playing partner, hey, my ball is plugged. And everyone sa- and he says, cool. <laughs> Rory McIlroy just does the thing mm-hmm. because he's honest. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's plugged. And everybody was like saying, oh, he's also full of shit because his ball bounced. Hit, there's no way it could have been plugged. Well, did, did, but did you see what did you see what the the follow up from it today was? I did not see the follow up today. No, I Here's thought we had the, moved on. No, the follow up today was this: the volunteer who was looking for for Rory McIlroy's ball for him in the rough stepped on it and didn't tell and was embarrassed by that and did not tell Rory McIlroy. It's a banner day for volunteers at, the, at Torrey Pines. Wouldn't that, you get immediate relief if a spectator steps on your ball? Yes, because it's plugged. You right. Would get, you you would. But when so when Rory McIlroy went and said, "Hey, this ball is plugged," 
It was plugged. It actually right. was plugged. He was not gaming it. It turns out that the volunteer had stepped on it, sent him an email or sent an email to the, the PGA Tour fessing up. So, I love it when I can't see my ball and accidentally step on it. It's fantastic. I'm like, fantastic. Sometimes I'll kind of half see it and then I'll step on it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a plug. <laughs> see, oh, Patrick man, I don't care. Needs, he needs to learn how to cheat right. Listen, if I have a shit lie and I'm playing golf, I just, I just, I just move it. Oh, my God. Okay, so first of all, I'm not playing for any money. Right. And if you and I are playing for money and I have a terrible lie and you have a terrible lie, I'm just going right. to like, put it somewhere you can hit it. Okay, so that obviously our, our recap took a little bit longer. Let's take another minute or two okay. because this is probably what is the the big issue with with professional golf because there's so much money on the line every week. Right. And like it's like who calls the fouls? Now, I know people love to be romantic about golf, like it's the only sport where we call fouls on ourselves. Mm. We call our own penalties. We're we're upstanding people. And really it comes down to is you're not because shit you know why would you why would you cheat your, why would you screw yourself out of you know you're looking like every other sport you're looking to sort of dupe the officials right you know what i mean like there's like flopping or you're or you you're trying to like in football like offensive linemen are trying to hold and not get caught i mean there's like the whole every other sport seems to be about duping the official right but you're your own official in golf right unless you're not your own because then nothing's moving so you don't need someone to like Right. But at some point, judge. at some point, this whole thing, like some people will take the high road and some people will take the low road. And how do you, and ultimately, how do you deal with that if you're a professional golf? Well, in general, I don't understand why there's just not an official with every playing group at all times. Like well, just walking. I just don't big. get it. Like maybe the top 10 groups get an official. No. Like so this is what official. I'm talking about. So like, I think all sports have this problem, which is that oh. why, are, why isn't there like a massive infrastructure to support officiating for your multi-billion dollar industry? I don't understand. <laughs> like you have like NFL, you've still got old men who used to be lawyers and shit like out there <laughs> officiating. You could find athletes to be the officials. You realize this, right? There's, you know how many failed athletes there are in like the NBA? Like think about how many people play these sports in college that never play them again. You're uh-huh. telling me that there wouldn't be an, uh, a, a, a competition for men and women to enter into a, a an academy to be there a professional is, official? There is literally a huge shortage of officials in, especially in the state of Washington. I was reading about it the other day. Like they can't get like, because all of the sports now are occurring, like compressed into this, mm-hmm. into this uh, spring season because of COVID. Like there are not enough officials. They are scrambling to try to find people to officiate games they can't find they they don't have they're short by a lot i just don't believe that you couldn't find people who'd be willing to walk with groups on the pga tour as officials yeah they have to be trained and whatnot but yeah but i mean still i mean if patrick reed's gonna stare you down are you really i mean if you're just like some guy who got yes well you (laughs) (laughs) but if you're just some older person who got trained or whatever it's like are you ready are you ready to stomp on somebody for you know are you ready to to call to make hard make hard calls are you calling your buddy jim out at the country club when you see him doing hinky shit off the fairway yes <laughs> yeah but but jim's a douche well anyway. so is patrick reed <laughs> but but anyway it's a multi-billion dollar organization anyway it's i think it's a it's a hard problem and i think it's uh it's not really going to get much personally easier. personally professional golf no relief period none ever you hit the ball there your problem yeah like carry, it's prof- here it is carry all the clubs you want mm-hmm but play everything as it lies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> carry some left-handed clubs, carry whatever you want. 
I don't care. Yeah, whatever your whatever you your can't caddy move that can ball whatever ever. Your, whatever your caddy can haul. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But you can't unless you take an unplayable, take a whatever. But if it's in the if it's in the field of play, unless you take an unplayable lie and take the stroke, you can't drop. It's one or the other. It's either all relief or no relief. Like right. you can either like always drop it in a one club circle from wherever it is and take a stroke. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> you could. I mean, he could have taken an unplayable. Well, yeah, but he's a cheater. <laughs> Yeah, true enough. All right. Perfect. All right. You know what part of the show this is? Are you stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is or stupid does, sir. The stupidest things ever said. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> How can everything be the stupidest I ever said? Look, man. It was a bad purchase decision. No, I like this. Like I was telling you, you know, I told you every week we do this, and I'm like, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about this. But then I listen back to it, and I'm like, I think it sort of works for us because it's a bit of a lightning round version of the podcast in general. Right. Okay. So that's really what it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, this comes from a Japanese film poster. It says, friendships blossom when opposites attract. Opposite attracts. I want to eat your pancreas. Opening March 1st, 2019. <laughs> I'd see that movie. It is. A, it's an anime film. It's uh, apparently very popular. Uh, a bus sign in British Columbia notice to riders failure to be at the bus stop at the scheduled time will result in missing the bus. <laughs> Glad the signs on yeah. get there on time. Uh, hardball host Oreo Duba. What animal is a cross between a horse and a donkey contestant? A honky <laughs> <laughs> submitted by Fred G. Sanford. Yep. Uh, this is Alex Rodriguez. Famous. Baseball player. And steroid user. And and J-Lo lover. (laughs) That was very clean. Very PG of you. I wasn't (laughs) sure we were going to get there. (laughs) Therapy can be a good thing. It can be therapeutic. (laughs) I agree. Here we have, uh, that is something they have not done recently in a long time. (laughs) That's uh, John Gruden. That sounds like, can can you do it like John Gruden? Not really. Can't you do that uh, John Gruden impression? That is not. Yeah. That can't, I can't. It's, I can't do it. It's like some kind of like Christian Slayer on math. Right. Yes, exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, from a gas station in Michigan, the sign outside says, New monster flavor, diesel 339. <laughs> That's what monster tastes to me like to me anyway. It's, it's not good. I always feel yeah. like a Red Bull tastes like robot sweat. <laughs> Like yeah. right, it's got that metallic, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And monster tastes just like, like I don't even know. It just I tastes like sugar. It. Yeah, just straight up. Yeah, like it's like they took Jolly Ranchers and like, like melted them down in some weird way and kept them liquid. Have you ever seen that video about that woman explaining how monster is like the drink of the 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 beast? That it's M not. Is... It's not. <laughs> That's like I think that, that <laughs> I do believe you've hit on the motif they're marketing with, but. Uh, <laughs> Maybe settle down a little bit. Uh, it wasn't a moth in flour. It was a fly on butter. This is the owner of a Manhattan pizza and kebab. Oh, sorry. The owner of Manhattan pizza and kebab in Lowstaff, Suffolk, England, correcting what he felt to be a food inspector's unreasonable description of one of the restaurant's problem areas. So not a moth in the flour, a fly in the butter. Tomato, tomato. The battle is well and truly on if it wasn't on before, and it certainly was. 
that sounds like that sounds like uh like uh like john grisham wrote that it is auto racing commentator murray walker and you know i mean if you are a uh, someone has to speak for hours extemporaneously you're gonna say some dumb shit that's just the reality the fact that and I mean, you see these guys who do this like for a living, like newscasters or whatever. Yeah. Like you catch them saying like something stupid, and I just always just write it off. Yeah. I mean, even doing this goofy little thing for the last three years with you, yeah. I mean, it's like an hour a week, and the amount of stupid shit that comes out of our faces is just crazy. Like now, if you had to do it for four hours a day on national television or whatever, it's like I don't know. I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. Well, personally, I feel like I only say stupid, stupid things when we like sort of venture far afield, and I'm not prepared. Otherwise, it's all crisp, A plus, A plus, this is primo a- shit, <laughs> professional grade podcasting. That's right. But speaking of, I mean, you know, this can be the end of the segment. We can. I had kind of a double dip since we took last week off unexpectedly, but uh, I'll work them in over the next couple of weeks. Um, it's amazing to me to hear like podcasts that have advertising and stuff, and like the low quality sometimes of like both the audio and, and the, the people I'm, I'm not saying this is like we're, we're professionals or this is anything special, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure I, I like try to put out something that at least sounds halfway decent every week. Right. Right. There's a, there's a particular golf podcast done by, I'm not going to say who it is, but he'll have guests on. And I think he just holds the, his cell phone up next to the microphone that he's talking into. It is so brutal. Like he's a smart guy. And I'd I, I, I like to hear what he says. He has great guests on, I turn on his podcast. I'm like, holy crap. Can we, can you do something here? Because this is not good. This is the, the quality of your production is poor. Yeah. 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 Every not once in a while, I still listen to Bill Simmons and half the time he forgets to actually record the audio and he's like just recording from the laptop speaker. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> we're nine months into the 10 months into the pandemic. How are you still doing this? You are a professional. So, well, He'll also talk about like, oh, it's amazing we could do these podcasts over Zoom because he's used to having a studio. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? That's all my podcast has ever been. <laughs> I don't know any other way to do it. Anyway. Stupids. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Overtime. Overtime. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on this unified formula for life. And I think I'm getting closer to it because... My wife uh, on the Facebook has a friend who she knows more of a more of a uh, advanced acquaintance than a friend. Okay. But this woman has um, many many troubles in her life, mm. like like a lot of things happening. And I was thinking about like she's what? the kind of person who's putting way too much stuff out on the like her her life is bad. Like oh my life is bad. Is it like, bad or is it like manufactured bad? I think it's manufactured. I think it's half bad, half manufactured bad. She definitely, she's definitely, uh, she's definitely trolling for for sympathy. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's. I think that's the mostly the reason she has a Facebook account. Weird. Yeah. And I was looking at her, and and I was looking at and scrolling through this because I was very interested. Because every evening my wife will read, "Hey, guess what happened today?" I'm like, "Okay, here we go." Yeah, clue me in. I'm I'm always ready for the the evening recap of whatever this woman put on her Facebook feed. And, and I figured out she, you know, she's, she's older now, but she's still very attractive. Okay. But, but maybe not as attractive as she was when she was younger. Have it, you know, pretty common. Yeah. Got some kids. Her kids are unruly, you know, oh, whatever. She's whatever. And I figured it out and, and, and I was like thinking, okay, there's 
attractive, smart, and motivated. Okay? Mm-hmm. You have to be at least two of the three. <laughs> you mean like in life? In life. Like if you want to live a fairly successful, if you want to live a fairly successful life, if you are, you can be unattractive, but be smart and motivated. Well, I mean, isn't just you can the, be, you can be, isn't this the, be, isn't it the workplace thing where you can be smart and asshole or lazy, but you can only be two of those three things? Or maybe, no, you, that's, but I'm just saying, like, so, so, but what happened was, but what happened is when you're young, you can probably get by on one of the three, but at some point you cross a line in your life where you cannot be just one of those three things. You have to be, you have to be at least two of those three things. Right. And if you were just attractive and that was enough to get you to where you were at some point, that's not going to cut it anymore. Yes. And like, maybe this is where this person's life is starting to run off the rails a little bit. Like her self-esteem starting to starting to get a little shaky mm-hmm. and, and like things are really, she really needs that constant affirmation from her, her, her Facebook people. And she trolls it really hard. And like, but what's funny is some people are just like, Oh God, I've had it up. Like, will you please get your shit together? Like every now, like, every now and again, someone will lose their shit in a comment on her, one of her posts and say, Oh my God, please take XYZ action. I can't take this anymore. Just do the thing. Right. And so I was, That's I was just, so I was, so again, I was just churning through that, like in my life. Then you're like, victimizing her. You realize that, right? That's how that? she, that's how she feels about it. That if people who do that are victimizing her. Yeah. 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 Like all I want you to tell me is I'm good enough. Right. I'm like, none of this is my fault. And, right. and I'm, and I deserve to be happier. That's all she wants you to say. Like you could just cut and paste that. <laughs> like every time she posts something, it's like you don't deserve this. You deserve much better. Yeah, it's it's super weird how if you make a whole bunch of bad decisions that your life doesn't work out the way you wanted. <laughs> but yeah, so I was I was uh, so I was I was um, again. I think that uh, I think maybe I'm getting close to that uh, to sort of a, a unifying a unifying theory there for. That you reach a tipping point where one characteristic will not carry you any longer and you need at least two. You need at least two of the three. Hmm. What were your three things? Attractive, smart, and motivated. Shit. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm teetering now myself. I used to have the first two. and the, I used to have the first two and now I only have one of the first two. <laughs> And even right. that seems like it's waning on a day-to-day so, basis. Yes. Yeah, so, so, but the thing is, if you can build up enough momentum early, it's just like getting yourself into orbit, right? Like, you know, they spent, you spend 80% of your fuel getting your rocket into orbit. Yeah. Right. That's the, and so if you, if, if you had at least a smat, if you had a decent amount of all three or any, or if you had a good amount of two of those three things early, you might be able to like get into orbit, and then if you get into orbit, then you don't. Then you can go with less. Okay, yeah, right? yeah I see. Yeah, because yeah, you only need enough this... energy to change directions. Yes, exactly. Unless, of course, <laughs> you have like a catastrophic meteor strike, and then everything comes crashing. Down. Right, yeah. right. Then, then you have to then draw the fuel out we get. Right, but right. if you if you if you if you're lucky, if you're fortunate enough to have enough of those three things early to get mm-hmm. yourself into a position where one of those things could completely fall off or two of those things could completely fall off and you could still maintain your orbit. 
Yeah. You might not be able to get to a higher orbit. Right. But you could certainly maintain the orbit that you're in. And if you're happy in the orbit that you're in, then then great. Yeah, see, but, I thought I was going to achieve escape velocity, and now I'm in, like, the orbit with all the broken the communication de- <laughs> satellites and the rest of the shit they leave Slight, up there. Slightly declining. Yeah. But if you're slightly declining, you might be able to make it around enough times before you're before you uh, before you come crashing back to Earth. But well, you know. this one satellite that was in my way has, has been removed, so I've got a chance to, to, to achieve one more level up, perhaps. All right. So that's the so that's the that's that's what I'm. So now I'm going to have to try to package this and tell this to my children at some point. This is what the this is this is what. It's not a very motivating speech. <laughs> There's a dad lecture in here somewhere. That needs to be motivated. It's like you children, you're attractive, smart children. If you could just be motivated enough to get to the, you know, to get to the place where you want to be, or at least close before you say, fuck all this, this is like mm. not worth it. <laughs> right. If, then you're going to be okay. Yeah. But you got it. But you got to get to that. You just, you got to be able to push yourself into that. Cause I think both my kids, I think both my kids are attractive and, and smart, but Again, motivating is is the hard is it's the hard thing. Yeah, I mean, when I've had to brass tax it for people, I know I'm like, what kind of life do you want to have? Right, right. Like, are you happy? Are yeah. you gonna be happy? Right. How can you get to where you could be something like happy? Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I tell them. I tell them. I say. I always tell them the the unhappiest people in the world are the people who don't have choices. Mm-hmm. That's and that. I mean, so you need to get to yourself to a place where. You have choices. That's it. I mean, you know, if you're doing something and you don't really like it, if you can change course and it doesn't like completely destroy your life or you don't have to completely start over again, then that's a good place to be. The people who are unhappy or the people who are there say, oh, I want to be here, but I would have to start all over again. And then, you know, and I'm just not motivated enough now. (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 So that's the, so yeah. Anyway. Life lessons. I'll I'll see if I can't package that up into a into a uh, into an inspirational dad speech for my children at some point. Yeah, and then also you should. I'll, I can talk to them about how you th- might think you want one thing, and then you should really think about whether or not that's what you want. Because if you make that move and it doesn't work the way you wanted, and you get stuck sliding backwards, and you're like, "What happened to my career velocity?" <laughs> <laughs> Based on choices that you know I made specifically for specific reasons to give myself different opportunities. Yeah. And hey, it may pay off here. It's not the, the record isn't over yet, as they like sure. to say. Sure. Um, you just might have to tap. You just might have to tap one of our three. Le- you might have to pull one of our three levers a little harder. It's I definitely am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I like it. Now we are we're finding our motivation coming out of the the year of good lord. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, there there we have it. All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through the break. And we appreciate you, as always, listening to the Two on Three podcast. Um, we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy. And I don't—I forgot to put this in front of me because I'm out of practice, so I'm trying to do it from mm-hmm. memory. Anyway, uh, you know where to share your thoughts and suggestions for the show. And we'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and no vaccinations. And until then, peace.